This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show joining you. Well, it's not even the Arsenal Transfer Show, but it certainly feels like it um, because we've got a lot of transfer news to talk about this morning uh, in the Arsenal News Show. The Arsenal Transfer Show, of course, will return uh, in December, a month ahead of the January transfer window opening. Um, But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself with some plenty of interesting stories to discuss. Good morning, everybody joining us live in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Good morning to Matt G, Kaiser, uh, Tabani. Good morning to Vegas, uh, Gustavo. Good morning to Christopher, Amira, Anthony, Steve, NSW, Stephen, uh, Perez, Jose, Carl and Olu. Hope you're having a fantastic week so far. You've made it to hub day and hopefully we can find a nice smooth Swift end to the week ahead of a massive Premier League game on Sunday. But of course, a game tomorrow in Eindhoven against PSV. First things first, though, do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, as I suspected yesterday, our prize at Football Prizes, Bukaya Saka's signed 2022-23 home shirt is going incredibly quickly. In fact, I reckon it will sell out today. Uh, Even after just one day, 74 of the 99 tickets have been sold, which means just 15 are left at the price of 3.95. It says it runs out on Monday. This will end today. I'm very, very confident that it will indeed sell out. So do not miss out on your opportunity to enter this prize because it's a bloody good one. Uh, Let's move forward, though, to letting you know about our Lone Watch show, which we produced yesterday. We covered all 23 Arsenal loanees, including the likes of Charlie Patino, Austin Trusty, Following Balogun, Nuno Tavares, Nicola Pepe, and plenty more as well. Uh, if you haven't already watched that, it is the last upload on the channel. Tonight will be our PSV versus Arsenal preview show. This show today is going to be slightly shorter because I am shooting off the London Colney after the show has finished this morning to attend the open training session, get a look at who is and who isn't going to be at the ground, uh, or rather at and on the plane to the Netherlands a little bit later on today. Mikel Arteta's press conference takes place this evening around 6.45. So looking forward to hopefully, possibly that might be local time, so it might be 5.45 UK time. 
worth noting. Should get some more information on team news, which we'll discuss in tomorrow morning's show. Arsenal are set to wear their half and half kit. Yes, you may have heard of half and half scarves, but Arsenal will be wearing a half and half kit. Uh, the away black shirt combined with the black socks, but the home white and red shorts. Of course, PSV play in a red and white combination shirt with black shorts at home, which makes it very difficult for Arsenal to combine a shirt. Now, what's frustrating about this is some people have pointed out, why don't we just wear our third kit? But our third kit is pink, which is the combination of white and red. So it doesn't necessarily work. This is the only way apparently around the problem. Now, I personally really don't see an issue with wearing all black against the red and white shirts and socks of PSV. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm being naive. But I think this looks ridiculous quite frankly if ever you could try and demean uh, uh try and demean the, the the away shirt which for me is one of the greatest shirts we've ever produced as a club and, and a massive thanks to adidas for that um but yeah I, I honestly honestly we should have worn pink socks you're right Akbal. we should have just gone th- full like triple kit a uh, third and third and third kit that should be what we should have done but uh yeah we're seeing arsenal instead wear black and white and black, which is a very strange combination for an Arsenal kit. Uh, Simon Hooper has been confirmed to be the referee in charge for the game against Forest at the weekend. Arsenal, of course, had a really awful time last weekend against Southampton with the referee and decisions. So you can point your fingers towards Simon Hooper if there's any issues this weekend against Forest on Sunday. Now, Nuanieri, Ethan Nuanieri, I told you yesterday, had been called up uh, to the England under 17s and they played against Lithuania and he scored in a 3 1 victory. Uh, really good news for Ethan Nuanieri playing in that attacking line and uh, getting on the score sheet is only going to do him the world and Arsenal the world of good as well in terms of kind of his potential, his development, his confidence. All of that stuff. So a massive congratulations to Wanieri on getting a goal against Lithuania. Uh, Mudrik scored in the UEFA Champions League last night and set up what is probably going to be now known as the greatest or rather worst Champions League miss of all time. Um, it was, I think it was what, Sinat who missed it in the end. Uh, an awful, awful miss. Clear through on goal, open goal, set across. It's a classic FIFA goal, if you like, uh, and he's missed it. Um, but Mudrik scored a brilliant strike, uh, which is only going to increase his price. In fact, there's suggestions that Shakhtar Zinetsk are asking for around 50 million euros minimum now for Arsenal to sign him. Now, Ben Jacobs spoke of CBS Sports, spoke to Mudrik uh, earlier this year and asked him whether or not he would be interested in the move to Arsenal. And he simply said if, if Arsenal come calling, he couldn't say no. So if Arsenal are indeed interested in signing Mudrik, they're going to have to spend a significantly and be quickly to secure the signing of the Ukrainian international uh, as soon as feasibly possible. But his goal last night for Shakhtar is certainly worth a watch if you haven't yet already caught up on it. Now, according to Sakmi Mokbel of the Mail, he suggests that Arsenal are looking to renew Edu's contract. We previously spoke about the idea that other clubs are looking uh, at Edu. The Athletic initially reported this, that there has been interest from other clubs in our technical director. Now, he is happy at the club and the club are very happy with him. And so, therefore, Arsenal are looking to renew Edu's contract. Now, I'm completely unaware of how really long is left to go. Uh, technical director contracts aren't things that are really publicly released. But it seems to be that the club are looking to improve that deal so that he remains with the club for the foreseeable future. Certainly a good move for the club to make to try and keep 
uh, other clubs' hands off the man who has been responsible, along with our recruitment team and Mikel Arteta, for a significant improvement in squad recruitment and squad building. He still needs to certainly earn his stripes, I think, in terms of sales, but hopefully we'll see that happen very soon with the work that's already gone into some of the recruitment as well. But good news in that area as Arsenal are going to be looking to renew Edu's deal. And our headline story, Arsenal have been linked again with Sergei Milinkovic-Savic of Lazio. The Lazio midfielder has been at the club for a significant period of time and linked with a number of clubs across the world and in Europe and in England in particular. Arsenal have continued to be one of those named teams. But according to Calcio Mercato in Italy, uh, Arsenal would be considering a deal that would see Lukonga plus cash made as an offer to try and sign Milinkovic-Savic. Now, the first thing to s- <laughs> that you probably heard, as my voice maybe even dropped as I said the words, but Calcio and Mercato are the source of the information for this report that has since been spread across English media. I have little to no faith in that outlet as a genuine source of information regarding Arsenal links. So without to pour cold water all over our bonfire on this one. I am very, very apprehensive around the reality of this deal happening. Am I saying it's impossible? No, I just don't see the reality uh, of that link so far. And I will absolutely be waiting until I see some genuine uh, cooperation, let's say, uh, from, uh, from English sources on this one. I've heard nothing. Uh, anyone I've spoken to on this has heard nothing as of yet, but doesn't mean it's not 100% untrue. Uh, It's a deal that I would love Arsenal to do. And I think that because a lot of Arsenal fans would love Arsenal to do this, uh, it does generate quite a significant story when it comes up. So there you go. Uh, Not particularly uh, safe and secure uh, in terms of uh, that type of link, but maybe it will be. Maybe we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Arsenal do end up flying over to Italy uh, or another country to get a deal done. And if they're over there whilst Arsenal are playing, what they might need to do is use NordVPN because NordVPN would allow them whilst abroad to be able to change their Leo geolocation or rather than their Leo geolocation. Can I even speak this morning? Um, their Leo geolocation, their geolocation. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going back and forth with this. But what NordVPN will allow anyone to do whilst abroad is whilst your typical broadcasting apps are not available, what you can do is change the Leo geo Leo geolocation to be able to hop over back to the UK and without any issue at all, tune in to your usual broadcasting app. Not only that, but it keeps you safe and secure online. So keeping away those pesky intruders and cookies and things like that. I have a really kind of hatred for internet cookies, if you will. Here's a tip, reject it every time. Don't just click accept all. Always reject the cookies. Unless they're real cookies, obviously. Always, Always accept real cookies. But the the internet cookies rejects those because if you were told basically that the word cookie basically means tracker, I guarantee you a lot of you would be pressing reject rather than accept. Just a tip I was always given on that one. But mate, I'm going off a little bit on a tangent now. Terrible advertising, <laughs> but do get involved with NordVPN. You can get a great deal over here at the Guna Talk. Just go to nordvpn.com slash Guna. Uh, you get four months free off your deal and then a massive discount after that. And if you're not happy with it, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee on it as well. So uh, who can say any fairer than that? Uh, anyway, I think that's enough of that. Let's go to part two and your questions right after this.
It seems that you guys are enjoying the adverts a little bit more than usual, uh, which is good to see. I'm glad I've made it a little bit more entertaining for you. I think it makes it much easier. Uh, Zach, good morning to you. Morning, Tom. I was wondering if you know anything about the most recent Brazilian wonder kid, Endrick. I'm sure Edu is well informed about him, um, but I wanted to know if you have any thoughts on him. I'll be very honest, Zach. I've not seen loads of of Palmeiras play, to be honest. I've watched them mainly for Danilo when I have watched them. Um, And Endrick, I know, is a very highly rated player. What I can tell you is that Arsenal scouts have certainly been to see him. Um, So Arsenal are very, very aware of the kid. But it's not exactly surprising. Almost all top clubs are scouting him at the moment. And I would expect uh, him to move to a big club in the very near future when a move can materialise. You wouldn't be surprised if the likes of Real Madrid again come in for someone of his talent and ability. Uh, Amira says, I'm not superstitious, but I can't be the only one noticing that apart from Brentford, we haven't played a comfortable game wearing the black kit. Still love it though, but I do miss that pink one. Amira, I wish I was less superstitious because I too have noticed this. I have noticed that whenever we seem to wear the black kit, our performances, or the rather the results, or either for that matter, don't necessarily shine. Um, I hope it's not that snow. Do you remember when we had that kind of navy blue kit with the, 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 I think it was like a turquoise, a gold, and like a white diagonal sash, those three of them on the bottom of the, of the kit. That was kind of cursed, that kit. Really genuinely didn't, um, it didn't necessarily do anything uh, for us, and so we never got good results in it. But uh, yeah, I hope this changes because for me, that kit is is it is my great it is the greatest Arsenal kit I can remember. Like it's amazing, I love it. I abs- I think it's the the first away kit that's ever outsold the home kit as well. Unreal. Uh, Ronald says, "Are the relink? Are we being relinked to uh, Sergei Milinkovic Savic due to giving up on Bellingham, even if we get Champions League, or is he the second choice after targeting Bellingham?" Now, Ronald, there's no suggestions that Bellingham or even Sergei Milinkovic-Savic remain Arsenal's priority targets for that position. They're just names that play in a position that we know Arsenal are looking to. And we know that with Champions League qualification comes the ability for Arsenal to try and go for these much better and bigger players. I'd love for us to sign either of Milinkovic-Savic or Bellingham. I think they'd be two brilliant options. I still think both are very, very difficult to try and do. But who knows? Maybe things will change in the near future. Uh, Manu says, day two of trying. You have to sell one, keep one, and uh, give one to Spurs, I guess. Um, (laughs) Martinelli, Odegaard, and Saka. Woof. What a horrible, horrible question, Manu. I mean, that's probably why you've been trying for a couple of days to get me to answer it. Sell, keep, and send one to Spurs. Martinelli, Odegaard, or Saka? I would keep Saka. I would sell Martinelli because I think you can get more money for him than Erdegaard's and I would give Erdegaard's very, 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 very painfully to Spurs. Um, That said, is there an argument that you sell is he send them Martinelli because they've got Son and he's not going to play? I'm thinking too much about this. The reason why I went with that is Saka, I think, is the most valuable and obviously a Halen graduate. Martinelli is worth the most of him and Erdegaard, I think, and Erdegaard's has got his injury issues, I guess, as well, could <laughs> go against him. I think that's the way that you have to do it. It's a shame. It's a horrible question, Manu, and I'm going to judge you forever for asking me it. But uh, that's the way that I'm going to do it. <laughs> so there we go. Um, 
Al Mad says, uh, and thank you for the donation. Uh, drawing uh, with what? Uh, we're not ready. Drawing with Southampton is proof that we're not ready to win the Premier League. Is Manchester City drawing with Newcastle or drawing with Aston Villa or the fact that Manchester City have dropped more points than us this season proof that they're not ready to win the Premier League? Do you kind of see where I'm coming from? It doesn't necessarily stack up. Uh, Michael says, question, Tom, what positions do we need to sign this transfer window? Uh, For me, centre mid and centre forwards. Uh, I think centre mid and a versatile forwards. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, Rob, or rather Ray Bob, says uh, the pick, the pink kit gave us three points in Crystal Palace and it has been put on by our boys again. What happened to it? Has not been put on by the boys again. What happened to it? Black uh, is not having luck this season, I think. Uh, it's the third kit, so it does get used the least of all of them. I'm trying to think the next opportunity that we'll see that pink kit. We play Nottingham Forest at home, so obviously we're going to wear the red and they'll wear their away kit. Away at Chelsea, we'll be wearing our red kit. Away at Wolves. Wolves might be where you see it because they play in orange and black. So you would not think that we would wear the black kit. So surely we might end up wearing the third kit. I mean, when we play Wolves at home, they do still wear their orange and we wear red and white. So we might end up wearing the home kit away. I reckon there's a chance you might see the pink kit away at Wolves. There's a chance. But obviously I think it has those... It depends on the shorts. I think the shorts might play a, a factor in that. So there you go. Uh, Manu says, how could you? <laughs> you gave me the worst question in the world, Manu. I'm sorry. It's awful. Let us know in the comments section what you would do because I I find it very difficult to think that that would, that that would happen. At Newcastle, I still think we would wear our, our, our home kit. I guess potentially we could wear the away kit when we go there. That's the possibility. YouTube user says, Ferran Torres, uh, we were linked to him in the summer. Uh, potentially that's someone that we could move to in the winter window. I'd be very interested in signing someone like Ferran Torres. I like him a lot. Could be an option for us. Uh, Matt says, I know most don't care, but based on the success of this past summer's US tour and the Cronky connection, do you think that could uh, think that, that could become a more regular thing? Yes, I absolutely do think that Arsenal's connection with the States is going to become stronger. Obviously, Arsenal are signing more American players. Matt Turner, Austin Trusty, both coming in more recently. Um, I think we've got scouts over in the MLS now as well, searching for them more in detail. And that link, of course, with the Colorado Rapids and KSE in the States is going to create, I think, a lot stronger links between us and there. And it's important that we do because the MLS developing, and not just the MLS, but the CSL, you know, the Canadian Super League, we need to make sure that we are across all of the North American and South American kind of links. We've got Edu to help with the South American side. And I think we've got now our links to North America to really help with that side of things. We need to be across it looking for the best talents. It's definitely something that we need to improve on, especially with the impacts of Brexit on the European market. Uh, Paul says, did we need a game we didn't win to refocus the squads and put our expectations in check? So the PSV game today, do we need to go a bit stronger in tomorrow's game against PSV to kind of refocus things before we play against Forest? Potentially. I still think we should change and rotate significantly to rest key players for the game at the weekend. But I think we need to play a strong enough team that they can get the job done in Eindhoven. It's going to be interesting to see who trains this morning. Keep your eye on my Twitter feed at Tom Cantor Media to get up-to-date updates with what's going on over at London Colony this morning. Uh, Richie Rich says, why does media have less Arsenal, ex-Arsenal players and primarily Man United? Even TalkSport, only Gabby is there and more Spurs supporters are there. 
working in this world. Do you feel any difference or is it just because of fans? I mean, from a media perspective, you've got Ian Wright, you've got Martin Keown. Um, who else? From an Arsenal perspective, Ari Henry, of course, is, is, is a pundit across CBS and has previously done um, Sky. Uh, you've got, who else is there? Lee Dixon, I suppose, does plenty of media. But beyond that, you know, yeah, Alex Scott, of course. Um, I'm trying to think of any more. Rachel Yankee, I know, does a lot uh, on the women's side. But I, yeah, you're fair, fair. It's a fair point. There is a lot of Liverpool. There's a lot of Ar- uh, there's a lot of Manchester United. Less so Arsenal. Um, does it does it bother me? Uh, Laura Woods is an Arsenal fan. It's a great point, says Fuad. Yeah, uh, Paul Merson, of course, too. Um, but he was ex Arsenal. He's Paul Merson is a Chelsea fan, <laughs> so you know it kind of uh, it levels out a little bit in terms of that. So there is a split. Um, Darren Bent, despite playing for Spurs, is is an Arsenal fan as well. Uh, and often you see him kind of defending Arsenal too. Uh, I think that they're... I don't necessarily buy too much into needing to have Arsenal representation in the media, always. I think it's important that we have the players that we do have. Um, and of course, we've got our former players and good friends of the show that have been on the show, Kevin Campbell and Alan Smith, both been on the Guna Talk and of course contribute to Sky and Amazon. And Kev does a lot of work outside of just this as well. So, you know, there's loads. Uh, actually, when you think about it, there's maybe more than we consider that there is. So, yeah, I don't necessarily need there to be lots of Arsenal representation. I think that we know how good we are. I think we know what we can achieve. We know what we can do without having to have ex-players constantly in every single show. But it helps, I guess. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I hope things change. I hope there's better representation and more fair and constructive representation on platforms. Who knows? Maybe we'll even help towards that one day. We'll have to wait and see. Um, thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. As I said, slightly shorter show this morning because I am shooting off to London Colney. Uh, it takes a little bit of a while to get around the M25, so I need to make sure I set off with plenty of time available to me. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you enjoy whatever Wednesday brings, and we'll be back tomorrow. Actually, no, we'll be back tonight at 6 p.m. to give you updates on everything that's going on regarding the preview. Uh, so I'll be joined by some of the members from the Discord server. I think we've got a debut tonight, which is always great to see. Uh, so yeah, back tomorrow morning, back this evening, plenty of shows coming your way. Go watch our loan report from yesterday. Certainly worth your time. Uh, and don't miss out on the chance to get a signed Bukayo Saka shirt. I can tell you that another ticket has been sold, 14 are left. Link in the description. Don't miss out. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.